What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Latina Lee, the podcast that is untamed, uncensored, and unapologetic. Um, thank you for tuning in. Today is Friday. I'm actually recording on Monday. I never do this, but uh, something happened this weekend that I have to talk about. And oddly enough, I was planning on doing an episode about this for a while, but t- t- today is the day. So, um, like I said, today is Monday, March. Oh, happy March 1st. Well, no, you're hearing this on a Friday. Anyway, today is March 1st, so happy March 1st. Let's welcome in the new month with uh, high hopes um, and change. So this weekend was uh, pretty relaxing. Didn't really, you know, I had, you know, we did uh, some errands, ran out for compra and things like that. And um, my husband and I were on our way to the store and uh, we were talking about exes. And I don't even know how we got on the topic because my husband doesn't like to talk about exes. Like he won't even talk about his. He doesn't like to talk about mine. And don't get me wrong. It's a conversation that we had when we were first together because that's just a conversation that two people have when they're in a new relationship. Um, but anyway, we were talking about my ex-boyfriend who I was with before I met Victor. And I was with this guy from the age of 16 to 18. Um, and it was one of those relationships that taught me a lot. And it was one that was a staple in my life. Um, and that will always be in my life, um, because of what it did to me and for me and what it taught me. And I, you know, I I think you always have that. You always have those, those relationships that you never really forget because of what they did to you and for you. So we're, you know, we're talking about this guy and, uh, I was mentioning that he had, you know, I think he had family in the area, you know, like a little bit past, you know, where we live or whatever. And I, you know, we're talking And my husband looked at me and he went, yeah, but babe, I thought he died. I was like, what? He's like, what the hell are you talking about? He died. I said, no, he didn't. And then he looked at me and and Victor looked at me and he was like, no, yeah, he died. I was like, no, he didn't. I was like, when did we talk about this? He was like, we talked about this years ago. I said, no, we didn't. Like, I would have remembered something like that. And he and so he goes, okay. So we get to the store and sure enough, he said, yeah, I I found it. I said, what did you find? He said, I found the Facebook page that's dedicated to him. And I was like, what? And he, you know, my husband says to me, yeah, I had, I had seen it on Facebook years ago. I stumbled across it. And I'm like, how the hell did you stumble across it? And he was like, because someone I'm friends with shared it or something like that. And he said, I don't really remember how I came across it, but this is him. And I, and, and I, you know, and th- isn't this him? And I looked at it and it was, you know, a, a, a justice for page. And I was like, what the fuck? And the page is from three years ago. And I read the description and it was put up by a family member and it basically, you know, said it, it, it laid out the situation and my ex, uh, I don't know if he was killed. I don't know if he, I, I don't know, but he passed away in the middle of the street. 
and there was no other detail other than the time and the date and the place and you know I was just like what the fuck my mind was blown and my husband looked at me he was like I thought I told you about this and I was like if you did my mind must have erased it because I have no idea what you're talking about and so I looked through the page and there hasn't been any like updates since like three years ago so you know, it's 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 a dormant page, but they they had all the pictures of him on there. And I looked at it and I said, that's my ex. And I said, holy shit, that's that's crazy. And my mind, I could not stop thinking about him all day, all day on Saturday. I thought about him all day. And I told my husband, I said, I said, babe, like that's. That's kind of crazy. And, you know, and so I, you know, I thought about it, you know, I took a nap because I'm pregnant and, you know, I woke up, thought about it and, you know, I just, I said a prayer. I did a journal entry about it today and it's just like, it's just something like my mind is just blown. And, you know, I met, I met him 10 years ago. And, you know, last time I had spoken to him was eight years ago. So, I mean, you know, it's not it's not one of those things like, am I devastated? No. Am I distraught? No. Do I feel bad? Yeah, I feel I feel awful. That that sucks. Like that's fucked up, you know, especially since nobody knows what happened and it's kind of like a semi-cold case and it's like this mystery behind it and the whole nine and and it got me thinking about you know it it gets you reminiscent of your relationship with that person especially when you find out that your ex passed away like and (laughs) so I met him when I was living in the city and I was 16 years old and uh he was 23 so you can do the math and so yes I dated someone who was much older than I was and I met him by chance um you know one day I was um I was at a you know I was at a family friend's house and we went to the pool that day the community pool and she said to me like oh you know like so-and-so is bringing his cousin and I was like okay now mind you I so-and-so let's just say so-and-so's name is uh you know ben ben was bringing his cousin and ben was like in his 30s so i'm like okay his cousin also has to be older so like i don't really like that's kind of crazy so that's nice but i don't know what the like what like what am i gonna do with that you know and i just thought that we were just gonna go out and hang out um anyway because certain you know certain uh bars and clubs in the city they did not card so we were just gonna go hang out or do whatever anyway it was a summer time. It was a night. It was a summer. It was a summer day. I had no school, no work. And I was, you know, at the time, uh, I was going to, um, these, uh, pre-college courses at FIT. So that's what I was doing with my summer. And I, I was still in high school, obviously I was 16. And so, you know, we go to the pool and we come back and I hear a knock at the door and I'm in my bathing suit, uh, me and let's call her my cousin. We're in the room and I open the door and there's Ben and there's his cousin. And I look and I was like, oh, shit, that's crazy. He's really cute. Okay. So from that day on, we spent like two weeks together. And then, you know, I had seen him again, you know, because I had gone home. 
And then I had come back and uh, saw him again. And, you know, he tells me about what he's doing. He's going to the army and da 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 whatever. And, uh, you know, it was um, it was a very wild start to our relationship. I'm not going to lie. And of course, to my parents, I lied and I told him, I told my parents that he was 19. Um, I mean, I was 16, like, you know, like anyway. So without going into detail, obviously my age played a very big issue in our relationship. He broke up with me a thousand times because of how young I was. And then, because I was completely infatuated and obsessed with him, he just kind of gave in, and we dated <laughs> for two years. And uh, he was going into the army, and, you know, I like to think, like, at the time, I thought I was really happy, and, like, I thought like, I really loved him, um, but obviously now, <laughs> I did not. Um, I was obsessed like I was sickly obsessed with this man and um it was probably one of the most unhealthy relationships of my life um probably the first you know because like you know you always have the ex who you have staple relationships in your life right and for me I had two um that really did a lot to me And so my ex, before I met my husband, is top. Like, he's number one. And then the other one, when I was, like, 14, 15, he's number two. As far as the damage that that they did, right? And so, you know, I was sickly obsessed with this person. And I loved him more than I loved me. It was one of those. And... You know, it would be that it was it was a relationship that I ch- I chased him and I chased him and I chased him and it was awful, and it was this always this game of cat and mouse and I was always put as number two and I was anyway. But at the time, the little great moments that I had with him, I thought were monumentally fantastic, and it outweighed all of the other garbage. And then also too, at the time, I thought, wow, I'm never gonna find anybody better. And that's because how I saw myself was not worth anything. So, so of course, I'm going to be with a guy who doesn't treat me like who, who who treats me as such also. Right. You know what I mean? Anyway, and this is not this is not to talk bad about him, you know, because, again, I was also a obsessive monster and I was too young. I mean, th- I mean, think about it. <laughs> When I think about me at 16 and then I think about me at 23, like, come on, that's a whole life. That's an entire life. That's like a, 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 a like what, a two, a two generational gap. And I, you know, I think about when I was 16 years old and then I think about what I was doing at 23 years old. I mean, my God, what the hell was he doing with me? I was a child, you know, and yeah, you can say that, you know, it's statutory, bullshit, whatever. But at the time, I, I didn't really, I didn't really care and, you know, whatever. So, um, 
you know, it caused a lot of issues, obviously, with myself and my parents and, you know, it, it a lot of turmoil. Anyway. And, you know, it was one of those relationships that broke me down in one of the most soul-searching ways, if that makes sense. Like, when I was young, my first relationship that really did me dirty, he basically just, he tore me down. And I remember he would always just say to me, I make you feel bad about yourself because it makes me feel good. So that relationship was from like 14 to 15 and a half. And then when I met my ex at 16, that relationship tore me down in a way that I just felt worthless because this person that I loved with all of me, all of my being in the most unhealthy of ways, um, he didn't want me. And so on my 18th birthday, he broke up with me. He told me that he was getting, um, deployed to Alaska because he was in the army. And, uh, that was it. He dumped me and, you know, I believe, man, uh, I believe he also called me, he had called me, like, my my birthday, he he broke up with me, and I remember this specifically because I was, you always remember certain dates, and it's awful, right, because my husband's probably like, why do you remember, but it, you, you just remember, like, there are certain dates that I just remember, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, so, and I remember cause it was a great night. It was like December 9th or 10th. And I had gone out with all of my girlfriends and he wasn't even anywhere near me. He broke up with me in a text message and, and I was with my girlfriends and it was such a great night. We went to the hookah bar, we went dancing and, and mind you, I'm now, I, I know I'm, you know, turning, uh, 18 and, uh, you know, we're out hanging out or whatever. And I get a text message like it's over. And then he calls me on my birthday to wish me happy birthday, which I thought was hysterical. And then it was that day or the day after that um, we had like the final breakup conversation. And this, you know, and like I said, there are other relationships that really don't matter to me. Like I dated guys that like they just like like they're just you know what I mean like they're just you like you're done like you know like whatever they do in their life like that's cool but you just there's no feeling and actually some of them I'm friends with (laughs) so like the exes that you're that the exes that you could be friends with really didn't mean much as far as a relationship goes because it's just it's unnecessary right but the exes that put you through a lot of shit and the ones that you say I love you and then I hate you and then you fight and you hold that like that that relationship like you know it sticks with you in a lot of ways. And, um, you know, this one is also very monumental because this one is the one that I had before I met my husband. And this one is the one that broke me to the point where I, my husband had to love me through a lot of things. So, you know, when I met my husband, I was a very damaged, obsessed, toxic, 
distraught person because that relationship made me that way. And it wasn't entirely his fault. Like I said, I had my own issues. Um, but you know, it was just, my husband found me as a mess. So this relationship is one of the biggest ones, because like I said, like five months later, I met my husband after I got dumped. Right. So during the the last conversation, a little bit after my uh, 18th birthday, we're on the phone and I'm at I'm I'm home now and uh, I moved back home and I was going to go to school, um, you know, near where I lived. And he calls me on the phone or I called him or I don't even know. And he was already in Alaska. And uh, we got into one of the biggest fights, of course, because I didn't want him to dump me. And um, that conversation sticks with me every day. And I think about it all the time. Um, Because it was one of those conversations where he and he taught me a lot of things, too. And he basically said to me, you don't love yourself, so I can't love you. And then he said to me that um, you put me number one and that's not how it should be. You need to put you as number one. You know, I can come and go. And of course, at the time, I'm so heartbroken and distraught and a mess that I'm not hearing him. I'm not listening. I'm, 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 I'm hearing him. I'm not listening to him. I'm not listening to what he's saying to me because at the I quite fr- at the time I quite frankly didn't give a fuck. I was just like, okay, why are you saying all this to me? So like you like what you don't love me, and of course you know I'm fucking losing my mind. I'm screaming. I'm crazy. I'm the whole. And then you know he had said to me, um, and this was right after this, right before we got off the phone, right before we got off the phone, <laughs> and he said to me, and I and when he said this to me, I was so angry at him because I was like that could be you why would you say that to me that could be you if you just tried a little harder and and right before we got off the phone he said to me he said Kaya I hope that you find someone really I'd never Holy shit. <clears throat> huh. That's odd. Whew. Jesus. He said, I hope you find someone really great. Uh, I hope you find someone that can be everything. This is so stupid. This is so dumb. Here we go. Take three. Jesus. I hope you find someone great. Someone that can be everything that I wasn't and could not be for you. And I remember I... I remember getting so mad. I was so angry when he said that because I was like, you idiot. Like if, if you gave a little bit of a fuck, that could be you, right? Like that's in my mind. That's, that's what I'm thinking. And, and I tell, and like, it's, 
you know, and at the time I'm like, what? And, and at the time I didn't think, I didn't think that like you, when, when you're talking to someone, you don't think that they mean it. And at the time I didn't think he meant that statement because I just thought he said it so that I could just shut the fuck up and we can get over the conversation. Because at that point, I mean, I don't know, I don't know what he was doing. I don't know what he, who, you know, who he was doing it with or, and, and you know, and that's none of my business, but the point is, is that I, at the time, sorry, that's a, that's a tissue. Jesus. So stupid. It's like I'm getting, em- uh, anyway, I'll tell you why I got emotional, but anyway, so you don't believe someone when they tell you that because you, oh, in my mind, I'm thinking, all right, he just wants this to hurry up so he can get off the phone and go continue what he was doing. Like, th- and, and also, t- and this is not a conversation that anyone wants to actually have, right? And to be fair, it, it makes sense to hurry up and get the fuck off the phone, right? Because again, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I'm 18, but I'm still a, a psychotic mess. And so I didn't think that he meant the statement. Like, you just say shit to get people to shut up, you know? And it turns out he did. <laughs> he did because I... <sighs> Anyway, obviously I met my husband. It's so odd. It's so strange. And you know, it's even, you know, it's even stranger is that I used to, once I got, once I got engaged to Victor and I hadn't thought about him, like after like a year being with Victor, I hadn't thought about him in such a long time. And then, you know, five years go by and Victor and I get engaged and all of a sudden he pops into my brain, which is a little strange, right? And it's not, it's not, it's not actually, it's not strange at all because I got engaged to Victor in 2018 and like that's the year that he passed away. So I got engaged to Victor and he just popped up in my mind and I didn't, I didn't know why. I didn't know why. And I, you know, and I, I worked in the city and obviously that's where I met him and that's, you know, he, that's where he's from. And so, you know, and I had, I don't know why, but people would like update me like from time to time on his life and like where he was and like what he was doing. And like, I was with Victor. So I was like, I really don't give a fuck. And so I remember thinking one day I was like, wow. How odd would it be if I ran into him one day, just like, like randomly? Because I don't, and I don't want to talk badly about him because he's no longer alive, but it was a terrible relationship. I mean, you got to call, you know, you got to call a spade a spade. I mean, it is what it is. He wasn't a good person to be with. I mean, he's, he was a good person. He just wasn't a good person to be with for me. So you know, and I, there, there, in my mind, there was always this, this moment that I thought, hey, maybe I'd have to show him, hey, you were right. Your, your hope for me that I was going to find someone who was fantastic and amazing and who was, is everything for me that you can never be. I found that person and hey, look, I'm getting married to him. So thank you like that. And it was going to be a moment of satisfaction for me to know that he knew that. Because there's always that person who, and it, 
don't get me wrong. It wasn't on purpose, but these people unknowingly break you down. Like I said, we all have these relationships and it is what it is. You know, you can't, you can't, can't fake it. Like I said, call it, call a spade a spade. It is what it is. Right. So, you know, and I got emotional, which I, that, that that's fucking strange that that even happened. <laughs> it's which is so stupid because it's like, and I, and I think I, it, because he's not here and those words resonated with me for years after he broke up with me and they resonated with me for years because, um, hello, <laughs> I'm married. I'm pregnant. I own a home with this man. We have assets and money and things together. I have a life. Fuck all that. Sorry, not fuck the not my pregnancy or marriage, but I have a life with this man. I built a life with him. So what you said to me that day that I thought was the worst thing you could possibly say to me was actually one of the most phenomenal things you can say to me because it happened and I have it. And, you know, and I remember all the things that he wanted and all the and all the things that he wished for that that he always said, you know, that he could never have with me because I was too young. Come to find out that when he passed away, he still didn't have any of those things. At all. And so. It's just the craziest thing. And then that moment of satisfaction that I thought he was going to get that I was going to get because he knew that. Hey, listen, we didn't work and you were awful to me, but thank you. I'm never going to get that. Or maybe I I did get it. Now he knows. I don't know. I have no idea. And I'm never going to know. And I'm okay with never knowing. Ever. You know, and and, and this was not, and you know, and the, the last time that I had talked to him, I was actually with Victor, I was dating my husband and he had called me around my birthday and he was in Alaska. There was a year. This was literally a year after we had broken up. So I was only with Victor May, June, oh my God, uh, uh, six months. I was only with Victor for about six, seven months because seven is no six months. If I can do math, my God, you know, I was with Victor for six months and you know, he called me around my birthday and he called me around my birthday because I guess he felt like he dumped me on my birthday and he never got me a gift. Meanwhile, like, like before he left, cause I got him a bunch of Christmas gifts because he was leaving before Christmas. So I got him a bunch of Christmas gifts and sweaters because he's going to Alaska. Right. And so for my birthday, he called me and asked me, he was like, Hey, I know you wanted this and I wanted to call you to see if you're dating anybody, how you doing. And we ended up getting into a full blown argument that night. Over nothing, over absolutely nothing. And, you know, he, uh, he, he would like, and even like throughout that year after he broke up with me, like he would send me odd messages on Facebook. Like he would, he would comment on like, or like, like I would post a picture and then he would private message me like, Hey, nice hair. Like, and I would be like, thanks. Like, why are you texting me? Like, like, why, like, why are you messaging me on Facebook? And then he called me. Uh, like like closer to my birthday and we got into a full-blown fucking argument 
about how he called me and said that he wanted to know everything about my life, how I'm doing. And then I didn't give him what he wanted, which was a meetup or a conversation or whatever the fuck he wanted. And then we got into an argument because he was like, well, fuck you. I didn't want to know about your life and I don't really care. And it was one. And, and actually, I think about it now. And that was one of the most satisfying moments that I've had with him ever, because what was beautiful about that night was I had a f- I had worked a full day. I was t- fucking so tired. And he had texted me. He was like, hey, this is so-and-so. I want to talk. I want to call you. But the thought, I was like, why do you want to call me? I was like, all right. I thought, I, 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 you know, whatever. My, my curiosity was tickled. And, um, you know, so, you know, we, he calls me. We get into this argument. And it brought me right back to when we were dating And the most beautiful moment of that whole exchange was when I hung up the phone. I hung up the phone on him. He was screaming, losing his shit. And I hung up the phone on him and I called Victor. Like I looked and I remember being on the phone. I looked at, I looked down at the phone and he screamed, yo, yo, losing his mind. And I remember I looked at the phone and I thought, you're not my man anymore. I don't have to deal with this. I hung up the phone while he was like mid-sentence, hung up the phone, blocked his number, and I called Victor. I told him everything that happened, obviously. And, you know, it was one of the most satisfying moments of of my, you know, te- my late teenage years. It was fantastic. And, you know, it was just something that, it was just crazy. And, and then, you know, finding out on this past, and my husband swears he told me this information and I have no, I could, I tell you right now, gun to my head, no fucking clue. I have no, I have no recollection of him telling me this in the past whatsoever. I have no idea. But then again, I don't remember shit. So my memory sucks, but I'm in a very different place in my life right now. And so when he told me this information, he's like, no, he's dead. What are you talking about? And I was like, what the fuck? I said, what are you talking about? I said, what are you talking about? And sure enough, it came, you know, it's true. And so, um, (laughs) and so this episode, I don't, you know what? I don't know why. But I think this episode is maybe the thank you to him that I'm never going to be able to give him. And yes, it is awful what happened to him. It is terrible. You know, yes, there are some exes that I cannot stand. And to be frank, he was one of them. But you never wish something like this on anybody. I never wish harm on anybody. I don't even hate anybody. I strongly dislike a bunch of people. But I never want any harm to come to them. Like someone that I don't like got COVID. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I brought food to their house. Like I'm not a, you know, I'm not evil. I didn't want him to die. I don't want anyone to die. I don't want, who wants that? I mean, psychopaths probably want that, but I didn't want that. You know, I didn't, I didn't feel that way. You know, but it's because of that relationship, that terrible, awful moment of my life and like I said call a spade a spade it was terrible and yes because he's passed doesn't mean that my relationship with him was better no it was an 
awful relationship. And, you know, do I have a little bit? And I, But I always had said that he taught me so many different things about myself, about my life, about how I need to put myself first and love myself and all this other, you know, all this other, like I said, soul searching things that I didn't want to do. And um, he taught me so many different things. And, um, you know, it just, but now that I know that he's no longer around, it adds another level of appreciation to the awful things that I went through with him because my life right now is fantastic. And he hoped that for me. He wished that for me. He said, I wish and I hope that you find patatapata. And I did. So thank you. I'm not going to say your name because it's unnecessary. But thank you because I did. And, you know, what's the purpose of this episode? I don't know. Maybe this is purely selfish and this is just for me to get this out and, and tell you all. But I've been meaning to tell you this story for such a long time. And because, you know, there were so many other you know, things and nuances that happened in our relationship that were a very, um, a lot of teaching moments, I will say. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, I think the, the, the point of this story is that there are so many things in your life that are going to happen unexpectedly. And so many things that you're not going to understand in the moment. And you're not going to know why you, 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 you keep getting the shit end of the stick. You're not going to understand why you don't, you're not getting a break. And why certain things aren't happening. And why you feel so lost. And why you feel like you can't get ahead. And, and why you feel alone or whatever. And, you know, you just need to have faith that those really terrible dark days are going to pass. And all of those things and people that hurt you and talk down on you and and try to abuse you or try to hurt you or, you know, situations that break you down, when you get over those dark days... And you get to the moment in your life where you can look back on them. I promise you, you are going to say to yourself, I went through those things. And it taught me this, that, and the third. And it showed me boom, boom, boom. And now I know boom, boom, boom. And it's just, they are teaching moments. No matter how terrible things can get. No matter how fucked up. How detrimental. No matter how heartbreaking. You are always going to find the light and the truth and the lesson within those things. And to my ex, that's what he taught me. And now I have the love of my life. And I'm pregnant. To the grace of God. And my life is in a spot where I never thought it would be. And so I'm grateful for all of the terrible, awful things that I had gone through in my life. And I would do it over and over and over and over again if this was my outcome. And that's pretty much it. It's it's crazy what can happen in life. But, you know, 
it's not where you start it's where you end up right thank you again for listening to me today i appreciate you all i am kaya rose this is latina lee and i will talk to you guys next friday bye bye